everybody it's jerry at the fledge welcome to another episode of every damn day and today on the show we have a new friend somebody i'm just getting to know but i've heard a lot about we've got elias with uh theoretical tech how you doing today you going today jerry you doing good doing good so what you been up to uh on this sunday so far Oh, I'm just hanging out. I uh, just, just woke up uh, relatively recently. Um, just getting started with the day. Yeah. Do you do a lot of work on the weekends with your business and all of that? Um, sometimes. Um, I, I do kind of whenever it's necessary. Whenever, whenever it's like scheduled. Whenever, whenever I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So why don't you tell us uh, before we get you know into the, all the deep questions? Why don't you tell us about yourself, where you're from, and all that, and about your company or your projects that you have. Yep, yep. Um, my name is Elias Fleda. I'm 24 years old. I was born and raised in Lansing. I've uh, been here my whole life. Uh, love Lansing to death. Um, only place I know. Um, and yeah, uh, my, my project's Theoretical Tech. Um, it's a company, um, but I, I really operate as a freelancer, as a, as a sole proprietor. Um, um, but I'm going to be looking to get to that next level of making it, you know, you know, you know, getting a payroll, employees and all that. So you're uh you're like a DBA or something? You're not an LLC? Yeah, I, I, I do it all under my own name. Um, okay. But that's but yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna be changing that really soon. Um, I tried it initially when I was 19. I tried to make it as an LLC, but it's too it's it's a little too complicated like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you come to uh come to us and come to uh, Leap, and we can help you. Um, do that type of stuff if you'd like. But that's a different thing we'll talk about. I'm sure you got it under control by now anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of things for me to ask about in the beginning there. You love Lansing. Where'd you graduate from high school? Um, so I, I went to uh, the Oli College. It's it's like this little high school inside of Lansing Community College. What's it called? Oh, uh, the Oli College. The only college? So like I have a Oli. speech impediment, so like I can no, never no. say it. So Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Oli. Oli. I got Oli. it. Uh, like only like like the only board catches the wall. Yeah, early early yeah. college. Yeah, yeah, the only college. So, so was that all four years? Um, so or two or exactly. four years of high school. It's 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 three years. Uh, so they so like you start when you're at the beginning of your junior year. So the hmm. beginning of junior year, then you stay um junior year, your senior year, and then you have one extra year in order to finish all the the classes because you graduate the same time you graduate with a diploma and a degree at the same time. Okay. So your, your diploma is in, um, uh, it was for high school and then your degree was computer programming. Yes. So, yeah. Did you take, did you have another degree or just, uh, um, um like, did you go on to Michigan state or anything like no, that? As soon as I got my degree, I immediately stopped. I went directly into doing theoretical tech actually. Um, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I graduated high school and college at the same time in 2015. Um, I got a the, the green computer programming, and I immediately started on um, theoretical tech. Um, the uh, when you uh, told me that you started theoretical tech when and you were 19, yep. I was thinking, all right, how did he, he must have went to school or something? But this is very cool. So we got a lot more questions to ask about the early college and about LCC. I'm going to put that to the side for just one second. We talked for like 20 minutes before we went live. Um, and uh, sorry, I didn't. Uh, well, I guess I don't even know how to talk. So I'm just going to talk about it. Um, I didn't pick up on your speech impediment. Um, Good. And you just said that uh, 
I uh, just want to make sure that, uh, sorry about that. I no. didn't mean if I was insensitive or anything. And no. uh, uh, yeah, don't notice it. Don't see it. And I never... always say it if I have to, if, like you really just can't, understand, someone can't say like, what does he say? And I know it's like, I have to explain it. Cause then it's like, why, why is he, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But it's uh, I'm 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 also shocked a little bit that I never heard of the early college. But I think yeah, that's, I have. That's the thing, man. No one ever does. I know that it's so it's still going on now, and they they literally give you like twenty five thousand dollars in just free classes. I literally didn't spend the dime in my degree. It was all just paid for. And on top and, of that, you don't have to have any good qualifications, really. Like like you just have that. You just have the only qualification is that you passed all your classes up until that point. You could have got all D's and still and still made it in. Oh, this is awesome. We got to put some, I'll, I'll dig up some information and that, put it in the bio cool. and all that here. You have community stuff and everything that like, like absolutely. That is a place that needs to be highlighted. That is, they are really just amazing over there. They try so hard of you and they, they give you so many and, and, and yeah, it's, it's really, really beautiful school. Do you think that you have uh, an advantage, a disadvantage or the same probability of like, let's say somebody, uh, going to high school, then going to a four-year college and then graduating with programming, do the, do they have an advantage over you or are you up to par with them? Um, I would say I, I'm, I would say I'm better, honestly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I would say I, I'm just, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a degree in computer programming. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a degree. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a bachelor degree. It's an associate degree, but, um, but yeah, I, I didn't feel I, it was necessary to go on I, I i was so eager to start my own thing i didn't i was tired of listening to other people like you know do do this assignment i want to do i want to pick my own assignments you know i uh you and i have only met each other face to face or like this today um yeah. but i had i'd seen you doing some work for the last couple of years and uh really pushing your stuff out there and i mean you seem to be popping up all over the place um so i knew you were gonna have a really kick-ass answer i thought you were gonna go maybe to another way that programmers sometimes will answer is everything you really learn about programming is by programming, not necessarily reading a book and going to school. Yeah, and that that's probably something I should point out too. That I so I started coding when I was 14 years old. I I, I um and I taught every the majority of stuff that I know that I use day to day, I taught myself from YouTube videos. That's just and I, that's just being honest. The majority of the stuff I, I do use every day, I taught myself. Um don't get me wrong, um the, the degrees really help you. They I I it didn't really help me so much because I never applied for a job. I never like tried to apply, use it. If I, it would have helped me then, but it, it did teach me a lot about desktop software. I learned all about C Sharp, Java, and a lot about mobile application development. When I when I was um, graduating, Swift, the programming language that Apple invented, just yeah. came. Um, so I, I was learning about Swift, C Sharp. I learned so much stuff in college. Yeah, that's amazing. I I love your attitude. At the Fledge, I often say that jobs are dead, and I don't really mean it all the time. Like, there's still going to be jobs, but there's also a lot of tech that we can put to work for us and yeah, make money, yeah. make money while we sleep, right? Um, make money while we sleep. I got a blockchain shirt on. That's cool. Um, and I just, you know, I think that it's really cool what you've done. Fonda, our biggest, the biggest fan of every entrepreneur in Lansing, by the way, is watching right now. And she says that she loves your energy. And I was going to say something very similar. I love your energy. I love your attitude towards this. And I love your, mm -hmm. your, your ability 
I mean, you, this is pure entrepreneur, right? You didn't spend 20 years saying, oh my God, I hate this job. You just said, I'm going to hate a job. I'm jumping into this other thing. And uh, you got a really great energy, man. A really great energy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right. So you never went to, where'd you go to junior high at least, man? I got a, I, you're a Mustanger. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. I went to uh, Resurrection Catholic School, uh, right okay. down Resurrection. And before that, I went to IHM, Immaculate Heart of Mary. Okay, all right. Um, and uh, so tell us a little bit about your business. Tell us about um, maybe your favorite customers or, you know, whatever. I'm sure all your customers are your favorite, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Yup, <laughs> um, yup. So, um, Theoretical tech. Um, I, I represent 25 businesses in Lansing. Um, a lot of them are restaurants. Um, but they're, they're everything really. Um, I promote them on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, all the major social media platforms. Um, I also help them with the Google accounts and um, in the websites, the, the main thing. And also, some of them will ask me to build some. Some of them all the entrepreneurs themselves. So they say, Hey, I want to start something new. I want to build an app. So they, you know, I'll, I'll get another project from a business owner who wants to build an app. Or um, yeah, um. um and websites is a big part of what I do. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that is so, uh, how, well, let me ask you something. How, how are your restaurants doing in COVID? Cause I know, you know, they got to close down or they've got limited capacity or they've got to switch over to, uh, a delivery service. That's going to take tons of their money. Uber eats, for example. Yep. Um, how are your guys doing your customers doing? Yep. Yep. So like, yeah, in the beginning, it it felt really felt really crazy because it felt like it felt like the it felt like the ending of it felt like America was falling. Like it felt because like it felt all my customers were calling me saying like um like we have to shut down. Like like it felt just so crazy. I, I never experienced anything like it. Right right when in March when first happened, it was it was literally like a volcano, man. I um but um we we had to adjust using technology. We had to get on DoorDash and Uber Eats. We we I I that's that was like the first thing we did actually. A lot of my customers we immediately had to sign up on these platforms um so we could start pushing delivery. Um we ramped up social media every more. I used to do an ad every week. I started doing an ad for Mo Wings, Pablo's restaurants, Tacos Imas every single day. Um when that happened to push out really push it out. Um but yeah, wait we, wait 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 wait. Who Tacos y mas, Mo Wings. Who else? Oh, uh, Pablo. Restaurants. All Pablo. my favorite restaurants. You've uh, cornered all my favorite restaurants. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. Um, all of them. So sorry I interrupted, but you got all them up and running because I've ordered. Well, I think I ordered from every single one of them uh, since the pandemic and on uh, Uber Eats or something. Yep, and Pablo, we tried doing direct delivery. Okay, I know yeah. I've gotten. Did that? Did that work out for them? It did, and do, doing COVID, absolutely. When it was only curbside pickup, and you couldn't go in. Now dine ins open, so now we will kind of yeah. actually, honestly. But before that, it was like Pablo's is more of a dine in spot. It's more of a place where you go to have like like it's like the Mexican Olive Garden, you know. It's like the place you go to have like five like really good Mexican food, the best, and and. When you when you go and but a lot of people will did you know didn't really do the corpse side thing so we switched to delivery and a lot more people did delivery. Oh, that's nice. So are you are they coming to you with these ideas or do you come to them with the ideas? Well, I um well so so it's my it's my job to think of this stuff like that for them. It's my, whenever it's it's my job to do stuff like this for them. Think of the idea. I present it to them. Sometimes I'll just do it. 
but other times I'll let them know. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. We, I, I mean, I, we really love Pablos um, or Pueblos. Um, and yeah, so thanks for keeping that so it could be delivered because, uh, yeah, and Mo Wings I never had when it was just yeah. open. I only had it um, through the delivery or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, you're amazing, man. We should have got to know each other a long time ago. I've won I've tried to meet you a few times, but like 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 I, I've been into Fledge so many times just to hang out. Um, but I but but I don't see you so so much. Um, but but I only went there like twice, two three times. Well, I'm sorry I missed you. We could have got a lot more done in the last couple of years if we wouldn't have been screwing around not knowing each other. Oh yeah. So tell me about <laughs> somebody. You tell me about what, what's the deal with psychedelic society. What. what? Me and the psychedelic society, or the fledge and the psychedelic. Uh, well, what's uh, the thing you're doing? Well, the Michigan Psychedelic Society. They were. Uh, you're the only person to ever ask me a question back. So <laughs> thanks for doing that, by the way. Um, they uh, they were having meetings here until COVID. Uh, maybe the meeting before they didn't have here, um, but they are advocates for decriminalization and legalization of psychedelics, especially in the medical space. And I wouldn't even say medical, I should say healthcare space, where we talk about uh, like the research that's being done where it helps with PTSD or depression or people with substance use disorder. So it's a way to look at psychedelics, not as some war on drugs thing, which we we're not big advocates of the war on drugs. We believe the war on drugs is a war on us. And we believe that harm reduction is the only way to go. So if people, you know, have a substance use disorder, it's first, let's keep them alive. And we don't necessarily have to fix them and change them all the time. Uh, in some countries that are more enlightened than us, uh, uh, substance use disorder, a person with an addiction can live a normal life with that addiction. Um, and it's really about keeping them alive and keeping them safe and keeping people around them protected and loved and all of that. So really beautiful. The, yeah, it's one of the reasons that I'm interested you're in the, the psychedelic. You're the, only you're, you're the only person who would do that. Like you're the only you're like you're like you're the only person who would, who would do that. That's really cool of you, Emil. That's really cool. Well, thank you very much. I'm not sure that I'm the only person that would do that, but I am one one of the few maybe um, that is very interested in making sure that we keep science moving forward and not letting politics and bias and things that aren't kind of mathematical and scientific and full of love and compassion. You know, it's. I don't know. We got to keep the needle moving forward. And when we ban books and ban do prohibition and don't understand things, it's usually not to, to move us forward. It's usually to in, kind of hold us back. Exactly. Couldn't so, agree. Um, so you asked me a question. Now I'm going to come back to you with a question. Yeah. Uh, the name of the show is Every Damn Day. What's something that you do every damn day to kind of push the needle forward or um, uh, get on your mission or get you ready for the day or anything? Um, uh, uh, well, to, to be totally real, it's I, I joint, you know, I, I, I get smoke a joint and, and every morning wake and bake, you know, get, get started with the day. It helps get me, you know, creative, get the ideas going and it helps me get motivated. It puts me a little on edge. 
you know, and, and it kind of reminds me that it, it reminds me what I got to do. It, it really motivates me. Also, yeah. with coffee, doing with coffee is dope too. Coffee you like? Yeah. Full that thing. sounds like my uh, honeymoon in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely had to have the. I'm just Oh, sorry. Uh, we lost you a little bit because I think I was talking. What'd you say there? You said that's your Jamaica, and I said that's my every damn day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, does that that helps you get in the mindset for programming? I know a lot of programming that will they'll go way into the night and they'll smoke weed and they don't always want to admit it, but most yeah. of them do. It helps you. It helps you get a new perspective. It, it, like if you'll if you'll if you'll really um focus on tunnel vision and, and not think of any good ideas, it, if you smoke it, it helps you. It helps you think outside the box. Is all. It really does. Yeah. Did how? Uh, you want to answer this question or don't? Don't answer. Right. You've been smoking weed for a long time, like for, like, do you smoke it with uh, a card or now that it's legal? I forgot how old you said you are now. Twenty four. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's legal, right? Yeah, totally legal. It's totally legal. I go to homegrown. I go to homegrown. Can't. <laughs> we're shouting them out because they're not my customer yet. Uh, but but yeah, I go to homegrown a lot. Um, I, I really love them. Uh, get pre rolls, you know. Um, yeah. But I've been doing it since way before that, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I really admire your energy, uh, your courage. Uh, Fonda's saying thanks for keeping it real. I'm out there. Uh, oh, my new friend here. Uh, she has a YouTube channel, That Lady Miss Betty. And I think her name is Sean. I'm sorry. I can't I can't go look it up right now. But Sean, I think, um, is also saying that she agrees with some of what we're saying about addiction and uh, PTSD with uh, uh, the use of psychedelics and all of that. Yep. So yesterday on the show, I had uh, Mila... And she is an artist and she's a very cool artist. Maybe uh, you That's should meet that. her sometime. Oh, yeah. You said you watched that show. Um, I, I was very impressed with her. I can't wait to see her art and go to her show on November 4th. Um, she wants to know from you. Her question to you is, um, what do you think the next big thing in tech is? Definitely AI. Definitely AI. AI is artificial intelligence for yep, anybody yep. that's not tech savvy. Yup, yup. And AI is very easy too to do too. When, when, when like, um, fundamentally, it's just uh, like in basic programming. You, you know about the if statement, right? I'm sure you do. You have Coding Club, right? Me? Yep. Do you know oh, about the if statement? I built and sold two software companies. Yeah, um, hell yeah. So you, you yeah. know, you know the if statement, right? Yeah. If this is true, do this. If this is not true do this. AI is just a really complicated version of that. You know, <laughs> really complicated. That's all it is. It really is. It, it's making decisions based on criteria that you set, you know, and, and it's, 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 that's all it is. It's, um, and it's, I think it's gonna get really advanced to a point where it's going to be uncomfortable. People are going to be like angry about how in like 20 years, I think it's going to be just, just all the rage, you know, I think it's going to be almost like a new kind of life in its own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I was going to ask you, you know, there's a, there's kind of a continuum of different things. There's, uh, you know, the machine learning, there's natural language learning, and then there's this AI that's this real intelligence, right? That I think might even go beyond the if then else uh, type of statement. Uh, 
do what do you think of how far do you think AI is right now? I mean, do you think that a computer is as smart as you? Um, I think it's crazy far right now. I, to be honest, like, like a lot of the newest stuff is still being experimented with, so it's not like out there on on commercial use. But it it's it's very prominent. You know, it's it's really insane. Did you read about like uh, some of the things that fascinate me are like uh, Google's AI is dreaming and it's leaving remnants of things in its memory and it kind of scrapes back through and sees them and presents them again. And have you read much about that? Um, I haven't, not about that in particular. Um, that's amazing. I, I didn't know that. You, you uh, say Google's is leaving remnants. Tell me about that. Well, just uh, it's what they're saying is that their AI, um, and I can't remember what its name is. Um, they all have an, you know, cute name or whatever is basically dreaming. And so while it's not, it's got its brain that it's using and it's got its part that's, you know, not being used when it's not being used, it's still kind of subconsciously doing things. Amazing. Um, and that's very interesting to me and where things that see chaos theory is, it's super interesting to me. It's how we run the fledge. We run the fledge with fractals and we build fractals up to create complexity that creates uncertainty that lets us not have to plan, but rather wait for order to emerge. And then we kind of gather nuggets of order oh, that so emerge. So instead of, well, so then when you've got AI and it's going out and doing things we can't predict, let's say like Jurassic Park, where things they thought they had everything under control, but it went crazy when, you know, like a, a, a male flipped to female or a female flipped to male, whatever, and started having reproducing without the male or whatever it was. But things like that that can't be predicted, that scares everyone from AI, right? They think the world's going to get taken over by robots immediately it's not going to be immediate but <laughs> <laughs> but inevitably yeah yeah i think so i i honestly think so it's it's way smaller than us and what's sad is that we're actually setting the criteria like we're, we're, we're making these things and they but but we make these things so they can add on to themselves you know so so it's we're, we're making this but we're also giving them the ability to edit and manipulate their own code um do you think that this is the next evolution of the human? It's the next dominant species? It is, but it's important to remember that, like, that it, and so, like, okay, we want to know the truth. Secret of the whole universe. Yes. Okay. You're God pretending you're not, because that'd be the only <laughs> way you could have the experience of you. It's a simulation. It's a simulation. You're God. It's only just you. We're all one. It's all just a show. It's yin and yang, you know, like, it's like in order to have anything, you got to have everything. Yin and yang. Yeah, yeah, still, you got it. In order to have anything, you got to have everything. I yeah. used to, you and I are a lot alike when I was your age. I used to talk about everything being true and therefore everything's false, but then therefore everything's true. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Why is, why is hot, hot? Because it's not cold. Well, why is cold, cold? Because it's not hot. It's two sides of the same coin. Doesn't the second degree of thermodynamics say that everything loses heat, right? So it goes from, it travels in that direction unless you put energy back in. 
Yes, older ones are this old one. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. You excited about this? I am. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. This is a good subject. You and I need to have a coffee and a joint. We do. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about this uh, tech a little bit more. So, tomorrow on the show, I have Ezra and Marshall Kelly. They are twins. They are... Um, working on an album right now. They've got an art career, a musical career. They go on their own. They, they stay together. Their uh, musical career is um, uh, a, a, a group called Non-Binary. And so what question would you like to have or would you like me to pass on to them tomorrow? Yep. And, the, and you told me about them. They're, they seem really cool. Um, what 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 do you how do you start your painting with what do you do to actually paint because I, I i've never painted before i don't you know i don't know about it and i want to know what what do you do to get inspired and what makes you so, want to... so like what like a ritual they might have to get yeah. ready or okay I have or how it... yeah it's like every before i start i do you know what i already said what yeah and and yeah i want to know what they do and what do you do because that's always the question what do you do before you start programming well, before I start programming or make an advertisement, always, always fuck up a joint. Uh, usually, like before, because I, ha I have to do something to get motivated. I have to do something, so that's what I do. So I'm wondering what they do. Okay, I will definitely pass that on to them. So uh, let me just talk about a little bit of fledge business real quick. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel um, so that you can get reminders uh, of great shows like this. Uh, 99 Problems, But a Pitch Ain't One is a week from today at 3 p.m. Love to have you come pitch an idea there if you'd like to sometime. Um, and 10,000 Fledges is now airing every uh, Tuesday at 3 p.m. And this coming up Tuesday is going to have uh, some uh, live video of uh, one of our planning sessions to see kind of what we talk about there. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's all. Maybe there's something else, but what would you like to take us out with? Um, well, tell us something. I mean, how can we, I'm going to put your website and all that stuff, but give a shout out to Theoretical Tech and yeah, tell us about an event or something. Um, Theoretical Tech, um, best businesses in Lansing, um, you know, Pavel's Old Town, um, Tacos Imas, Mo Wings, Pulpic Chinese Restaurant. Have you, have you tried Pulpic Chinese? What is it? Pulpic Chinese. No, I don't think so. Where's yep. that one at? Um, it's on Holmes Road. On Holmes and uh, MLK in that? Holmes and MLK. Yep, it's in the Logan Plaza. Oh, right in the... Oh, Amazon's doing all that stuff right there. Yep. Chinese restaurant. It, it's perfect. It really is. It's the best. Um, Italian Village Pizza in the Lansing Mall. Um, I, I should probably talk about that a little bit more. A big thing, I, I, a lot of my customers are in the Lansing Mall. And that, that's the best place to go shop. Best place. Lansing Mall, Lansing Athletics, um, Italian Village Pizza, the best pizza in Lansing, point blank. Um, Fonda, Fonda Brewer is going nuts right now because you just called out the Lansing Mall. And she's uh, a trustee with the uh, Delta Township. So yeah, you just – I'm going to be helping you, you a lot more. From there, yeah. <laughs> a lot more from the Lansing Mall. Um, but hell yeah. Um, and and – um, uh, yep. Uh, in La Cucina Cubana downtown. Love that place. Uh, my, my new, my newest customer. Um, I was actually a customer there first. Um, I, I, I was eating inside the restaurant and she came up to me and she was like, I, I see you do everyone's ads, but me. Oh, wow. That's, uh, 
you were you created the fear of missing out for everybody in the Lansing Mall, huh? Heck yeah. Um, but hell yeah. Um, um, they're all, they're all the best though. And and thank you so much, Jerry. I, I think you're really cool. Um, one more thing I want to tell you is on Christmas Eve, 2018, yeah. I was in the fledge smoking weed. <laughs> and that Chris probably how I leave it off. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas so, Eve 2018. I don't even remember. You get it stoned in the fledge. First time I was there, I was like, man, this place is awesome. Did you break in or something or were we yeah. open? I'm really close friends of one of your friends um, and, and he had a key. I, I don't want to name the friend just because, you know, on, but uh, yeah, he, he, and he had a key. We just chilled in there and it was, it was, it was honestly one of the best Christmas I ever had. It was really fun. All right. I wouldn't be mad at him. That was a couple years ago and all of that. So, but we're going offline and I'm going to find out who that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. This was spectacular. Thank you so very much. Theoretical tech, look for the uh, um, uh, website and all of that in the description. Love y'all. Great interview. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. See you, everyone.